Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is Jeremiah 7, verses 1 through 15. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word as we listen to Illuminate the Shadows by Isaac Wardell and Paul Zak. Framed as a call and response lament, this song uses mysterious minor tonalities and a bluesy groove to highlight the call of those who are oppressed and cast down. Electric guitar and jazz organ enter halfway through to further add to the emotional impact and haunting yet steady groove. Those who are cast down Illuminate the shadow We are a refuge in a time of storm Oh God, our help in the time of trouble
Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you men of Judah who enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in these deceptive words. This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your deeds, if you truly execute justice with one another, if you do not oppress the sojourner, the fatherless, or the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not go after other gods to your own harm, then I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave of old to your fathers forever. Behold, you trust in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, making offerings to Baal, and go after other gods that you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house which is called by my name and say, We are delivered, only to go on doing all these abominations? Has this house which is called by my name become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, I myself have seen it, declares the Lord. Go now to my place that was in Shiloh, where I made my name dwell at first, and see what I did to it because of the evil of my people Israel. And now, because you have done all these things, declares the Lord, and when I spoke to you persistently, you did not listen, and when I called you, you did not answer. Therefore, I will do to the house that is called by my name, and in which you trust, and to the place that I gave to you and to your fathers, as I did to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight, as I cast out all your kinsmen, all the offspring of Ephraim. Baseball players are superstitious creatures. I grew up playing the sport, and while if pressed, I would never consciously admit that any of my pregame rituals made any actual difference, I did them faithfully, safeguarding them even. I would also add some along the way. I remember one season in high school, I saw a part of a baseball cover sitting loose in the dugout. I thought it was cool, so I picked it up and put it in my back pocket. And the next at bat, I got up and hit a home run. That cover lived in my back pocket for the rest of the season. All of that is silly, I know, but I think it's indicative of a very human reality. We are superstitious creatures, and we see that reality playing out in this passage. God, as an incredible gift of grace, gave his people the temple. It was a place of worship, a place where they could hear God's word proclaimed, make atoning sacrifices, and most importantly, it was a place where they could experience the presence of God. And it was God's presence that imbued the place with meaning. But God's people lost sight of that. Instead of seeing the temple as important because it was the place where God's name dwelt, it became an end in itself, a sort of superstitious safe space. They were under the false impression that they could go on neglecting justice, neglecting their duties to God, but find safety in the physical building. They were wrong. God is not particularly concerned with rituals or the places in which they are performed. What he desires are hearts that seek after him, and not simply the good things that he can provide. David gets at this truth in Psalm 51 where he writes, For you will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, 
a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. So think for a moment. Are you placing your confidence in places it doesn't belong? Are you finding comfort in ritual instead of in God himself? In the moments that follow, I'd encourage you to pray that God would open your heart to him, that he would change it where it needs to be changed, that by his spirit, he would enable you to follow him truly. Close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I'm to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I'm to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I'm to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I'm to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words, and give me the Spirit of Jesus. Amen.